This is Shannon. And this is Kamani. And welcome to Drink with Blurs. And we are drinking the littest lemonade that we came up with last minute ever. <laughs> like originally we were supposed to make this Black Panther drink, which is like all purple and real pretty. But like it just had too many damn ingredients <laughs> and like I'm I'm just coming from work and I just want my drink. <laughs> it's had too many ingredients for last minute. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have to do this again next week. When we record. Yeah, so or we have um, Bacardi lemon. lemon and Canada Dry. Shout out to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about Canada yesterday. I want to uh, take a drive up there. you never been? No. Really? Mm-mm. Your family up there? No, I just want to visit. I want to see Niagara Falls and all that pretty stuff. Well, can you wait till it gets warmer? Because Canada stays cold. Like, well, I got to get my uh, passport anyway, so oh. I ain't worried about that. Yeah, Canada stays cold like Year round, it's like seventy degrees in the summer. I remember when I was going to Cuba. Degrees in the summer, I think I can handle that. Yeah, but like <laughs> when you're coming from New York, New Jersey, where it's like eighty something, yeah, seventy is like I was wearing a long sleeve. Oh, they got packed like sweaters. Well, now yeah, they have a lot of highways because I've been to Canada. The first time I went was with my church. Um, then I went with someone else because there was a death that my father knew. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then the last time was before I went to Cuba because that's how I got to Cuba. Through Canada? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, anyways, we are here recording. This is Thursday recording. You guys are going to hear this again, obviously on Monday mm-hmm. or next week sometime. Um, and a lot has happened this week. Um. Yeah, like... Uh... <laughs> What was that Saturday? Last Saturday, we went and seen Once on This Island. Oh yeah! And it was my first musical, <laughs> and this is Kamani's second time seeing this musical, and I'm just like so shook at how <laughs> how the story went, and like I really enjoyed it. Why don't you recap for people? Um, I'm gonna try to like tell the story without spoiling it. Spoiling it. So it's about this girl who she was Haitian, right? Just a, basically. She, th- that's why it's, it's implied. Like, they didn't say she was, but I'm like, she is kind of like she's Haitian. Well, because Timun is a Creole word mm-hmm. meaning little girl, right? Um, so, so Timun is the um, the main character, and she's like this young girl who's just full of life, and she finds this guy who um, was in a car accident because you know I came a little late, you know. <laughs> and so I nearly choked on my spec guys. Um, I want a black people time, so I kind of miss. <laughs> <laughs> I miss like the first maybe five to ten minutes, but I, I I got everything. So she finds them like washed upon the shore. <laughs> well, do you want to tell the other part of the story? Well, yeah. Well, since you saw like the whole beginning. Well, I'm just gonna. Well, it's a soup kind of a supernatural story. That's this may be an academic based on Afro religions. So they're like four gods that rule over the island. Mm-hmm. And the story starts because this girl is like orphaned and like these two older people find her. Um, and they take her in, blah, blah, blah. The gods like kind of make them care for her and save her. And then one day, like she sees the guy driving by because he's from the wealthy family. He's lighter skinned. Mm-hmm. Um, and that plays a big role colorism and like the legacies of slavery and colonialism. And she like basically plays a makes a prayer that she wants her life to begin because she doesn't want to like live forever mm-hmm. like a simple life like her parents she wants something more and then the gods like being gods 
and like, ha ha ha, look at this little girl <laughs> that she thinks she's so important. And one of the goddess of love actually like, oh, let's do it. Like, let's give her what she wants. And she basically, there's basically a bet between the goddess of love and the god of death. And the god of death says she'll choose death over love and blah, blah, blah. So then the god of the ocean causes the accident by making it rain. And because the guy was racing his car. Jeez, stupid. I miss all of this. Yeah, it, it, it's like a <laughs> lot in the first 10 minutes. And so then the car crashes and then you can continue. So that's why, you know. I walked in, into this place. Um, Wait, let me tell you, that annoyed me that that lady, I didn't see you when you walked in because. I was really trying to like look for like your hair. <laughs> I was all the way, because what annoyed me is one of the ushers sat in our row, but she sat when the lights went down and the show was starting. So uh-huh. for me to be like, um, these seats are all for my group and people are coming in late. It would have been like, nah, look at this black. Cause we were the only melanin in the room. Oh my god, like oh shit, this chair. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my chair? <laughs> this is not the chair. But um yeah, like once like there was like I three or five out, other black people. There was no black folks. I'm like, oh my god, once upon this island and it's just like all these it's just like a black cast, but then the audience is barely black. I'm actually writing a piece on this. That should be released by hopefully. By the time this episode um, airs. Blacktivity? Yeah. Blacktivity. Blavity. Blavity. Blacktivity. <laughs> no, but yeah, when we, my sister and I got there, and both times it was this, like this, we were the only, like, source of black people, my our group. And, like, it was such a thing that one of the actors, I don't know if you saw him doing the Wakanda Forever salute during his bows. Um, no, no, I didn't. But he, like, smiled at us, like, the biggest smile. That like, he was just so happy that we were there. You could just tell it was... He was, like, two seconds away from doing the nod. I feel like if I did it with him, yeah. he would have been like... Because it was, like, that type of... Or if I did, like, the Wakanda, so it would have been, like... Because oh he was so happy to see us. Because, like, <laughs> otherwise, the whole lobby mm-hmm. was, like, a sub-lizard. But, like, um... Do we even really need to go into the story that much? Because to me, it's a really simple story to understand. But I don't think a lot of people will be able to see it. Yeah, but well, that, if it, that's something one, I wouldn't want to spoil neither. They could still spoil it for themselves by looking it up. But it's something that... I, I spoiled it for myself looking it up, honestly. But it's something you have to see. Yeah. Um, Because... I'm sorry. She's like stirring her drink. I'm so sorry. That is so I'm like, cool. wait, wait. It's something you have to see because like there's something about how Broadway shows just with the money that goes into it. First of all, that's a lot of money. It's a, it, yeah, we, so we were invited to a talk back with the producer. Shannon like left because of that person that sat in our seats. Yeah, I didn't know. So like, I was, like trying your to find phone was you. off, I guess. Like the signal wasn't strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it cost $7.5 million to to produce the entire show. Yeah, so that's a lot of money. And that was a lot of sand on the ground. I'm like, that was. Clean this shit up. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's even like out on the carpet. Because they're barefoot most of the time. Mm-hmm. They're like the peasants are barefoot. Um, so it's a lot. But it was a great, really great show, at least for me. And seeing it the second time, like there was the one song with the parents at the like That was so sad because mm-hmm. we knew how the sh- show was going to end. Yeah, like I cried. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you, like, but yeah, if you have the chance, I would go see it. Um, I would say it's better if you go in a group, 
Mm-hmm. So find like I think the minimum it used to be ten when, because the first trip I booked back in August like right before I went to London like the end of August when I had a paycheck mm-hmm. I was like able to book it, um, and I got it for ten. Now I think the minimum is twelve people. So if yeah, God. So if you can get like twelve people to go with you, it's a lot better because it drops the cost significantly. Like those tickets are like I looked on it today. They were like one thirty nine for like the cheapest one, yeah, oh and the God. most expensive like down by the like the stage was three hundred something. Oh no! But that's the thing, and I'm, that's the thing I'm writing in my piece. Like, you have this majority black cast show, and you're saying like, broad, oh, you're trying to talk about how Broadway is becoming more diversified, but we can barely see it. We can barely afford it. Yeah, like we had to like scrap scrape pennies together. Mm-hmm. To, to just to be able to see it, and it was great to be in that room because those black actors and act like those black actors were just amazing. It needs a more more of a black audience, in my opinion, just so like other black people could see that story. Yeah, like one of my friends at the talk, she's Haitian, and she's asked like, "Oh yeah, the show was great, but what's being done to like make sure the audience reflects?" what's on stage right and the guy, of course he gave the producer answer oh we hired somebody to reach diverse you do that for outreach and it's like that's not really i, hate, what... I don't like that answer how you hire someone to diversify something <laughs> like it was diverse what marketing that, like what do that's you think he... that like in your mind you would know how to divert something like you know hey, and i think in some might, like a classroom with Children right. in the urban community. Get someone like, to spot. So the thing is, they're trying to remake their money. Uh-huh. That's why the tickets are so expensive. Because, like, literally those... Because there's le- one, there's less seats mm-hmm. in that theater than other Broadway theaters. Yeah, it's small in my opinion. Yeah, it, okay. because, like, you could literally sit almost anywhere and see. Yeah, like, um, I was... Because we were in, like, good. row G or H. And before we were in row F, like, two rows down... And we were still pretty good. My sister said it was because she came with me both times. She was like, oh, yeah, it's still fine. Because I was worried about that. Um, so it's a small theater. That means there's less tickets. That means they can charge more. They have to charge more to pay for everything. Um, but, like, you could get, like, there's so many rich black people out there <laughs> that could sponsor, like, kids to go see shows. Mm-hmm. Um, like Because, like, can you imagine if you were taking some kid, like, a bunch of, Haitian students to go see this? That'd or a bunch of Carib- Afro-Caribbean students to go see this? Or black students in general? If I seen that when I was younger, I'd be like, oh my God. Well, you know, <laughs> our high school put it on. When? We did the musical. It was like, I had junior year. I didn't try out for it. Because I was in fame the year before. But mm-hmm. uh, I should have. I mean, I, but that's the it thing. It wasn't, like, like the reason I felt... the arts, they don't really... Put out there. If it's sports, okay, yeah. everybody knows when the next game is. But musicals and plays and stuff, like you've heard about it, but you don't hear no one talking about it. No one taking that initiative to mm-hmm. go. That's why I actually found it, fell in love with the musical at first mm-hmm. because I saw, like, I saw. I was only supposed to usher like the first night. I saw it the first time. I'm like, oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. So I literally came back and ushered every time the show played, and then like. Four years ago, they were playing it at the Paper Mill Playhouse in Milburn. Mm-hmm. And so I took my sister to go see it, and we saw it, and it was really good. But seeing it on Broadway is like another thing. Like, just how. Every, so, one thing you missed is how the gods transform. 
because it starts out like as a regular storytelling thing. And Trump. I'm sorry. I just had a Trump alert. No, wait. Let me finish this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like they start off like as regular people. And you can kind of see that towards the end. Mm-hmm. But they slowly start transforming into their godly selves. And, like, the actors slowly become their characters. And it's so beautiful. Like, even looking at that car scene, like, mm-hmm. how they just pick up the stuff and, like, they make the car. I thought the whole thing was just really just gorgeous. Like, colorful. Yes. Just vibrant. And it's just, like, the singing was just really cool. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that's things a child should see. Like, you know, something so... How would I say Representation matters. Yeah, it does. It does. And that's what I'm going to talk about in my piece. Hmm? That's what I'm talking about in the piece. Yeah. Because you look at it and it's... Can you imagine if... Because the only reason I saw a Broadway show is one time in a summer program, they took us to see Lion King. Uh And then again in like senior year, um, the drama teacher took us to see Color Purple while it was touring. Mm -hmm. And that's the only shows I saw prior to college. And that's the thing about Orange High. Like, I, like I said, I didn't really care for my experience at Orange High, but I never went to no type of play or mentioned right. or been invited to anything like that. Right, you have to be in the room where it happens. <laughs> that's a <laughs> but like I, you can't have someone yeah. be interested in something that they don't really know about. Right. So it's not like something I would go for. Right. So um. And yeah. The last drama class I had was like in middle school, and he was like. Oh yeah, God. middle school. He those was are so like, sad. Those, His mi- life those was are, so sad. Those, was it, what, what? He was. He was just like. <laughs> he was just a sad teacher. Oh, he <laughs> like, was going through some things. He just looked so angry. He didn't want to deal with y'all little kids. He, he thought mean, he was gonna be an actor on Broadway. Well, or something. I, he he thought. <laughs> he thought. You That's thought. <laughs> he was like an extra in some movie with Julia Roberts. <laughs> like all the way in the back i'm like oh my god did he show it to you yes <laughs> i said this is sad i said i need another drama teacher this is this no is too, much. too much but like oh my god he was just sad but um anyways but yeah that was a great experience mm-hmm. damn they broke my bank account right I'm like, <laughs> damn first of all i forgot i'm like wait a minute I was like, Shannon, uh, like a week be- before, I was like, hey, you still coming? She was like, uh. I'm like, let me know, because I can ask someone else. And then in my head, I'm like, oh my God, I told him, yeah, just go. <laughs> and I'm glad you still were able to make it. I was worried. <laughs> I, was... I, I think I made it at a good time. Yeah, you did. It wasn't like you were after she, like you did, like you, you got there at the most dramatic part. Mm-hmm. And you got to see the most dramatic part where... He was gonna die, and then she yeah. promised her life away. So you got to see like a really big plot point. You just missed the part where the guy, like she, the because like the, the guys big, is what I really wanted to see. Because like when I was reading well, like, listen, on it, yeah, I was like, okay. If you like, listen to the song, the they do it. So the song called the, "And the Gods Heard." It. You just need to listen to "Waiting Till for Life." Like the, you just need to listen to the album. The first few the, songs mm-hmm. actually expel it out because it's mainly a singing musical if you know what i mean yeah there's not as much talking yeah so the album pretty much there are like certain things that aren't in the album because it was like more talking and narration mm-hmm. but a lot of it's on there okay but like yeah some of the songs like just brings you back to like that part of the stage like that's 
that one scene where like forever years where Papa Gay's like coming out and mm-hmm. she's like, Oh, I am forever years. And like the smoke and the candles, mm-hmm. like you can hear that in the song. When right. you hear it. So I don't know. But anyways, that was one thing that happened in the past week. Mm-hmm. Another thing, these Patrick memes that popped up. <laughs> and I don't know about y'all, but I saw they are too, like people taking them too far. They're hilarious. hilarious. And I'm going to post one when I submit my dissertation chapter. Like when you send your, your advisor your, your word vomit because she said <laughs> send me a draft. Um, but there was one I saw with spaghetti sauce, and I was just like, um, y'all, y'all, y'all ridiculous right now. Oh. And I'm not going to go any further. If you want to look it up, look up spaghetti sauce, Patrick Beam, or whatever. Yeah. Because it was... That shit was... <laughs> if, they know, if they know that that uh, that quote, not quote, but like what people do, mm-hmm. spaghetti sauce. Yeah. That's why my... <laughs> That's why none of the Jamaican women I knew always used to tell me, be careful who I eat from. Anyways, uh-huh. then there was one about That's like, shit. then there was one, <laughs> there was mm-hmm. one with Squidward's face and like yeah. saying, I want, call me daddy. And she's yeah, like, and, like she, and he said, I'm about to come and then you lock his legs. I'm about to make you a daddy. <laughs> I just seen one earlier in the car and it was like with Remy Ma and it said some shit like. Cause you know how she shoot like her friend. <laughs> That's how she went to jail for so right. many years, and it was like pertaining to that. And like I was rolling, but anyways, let's try to get back. Let's bring this back. So that was circle. our weekly recap. Or you want to take, talk about this uh, nor'easter? This quick. was ridiculous. Okay, Real first, quick. first of all, <laughs> all of y'all that prayed—I'm yelling—but all of y'all that prayed for like a snowstorm, I want your AC to cut out. In the summer, 90 degree weather, 95% humidity. The snow, it wasn't so bad. It was terrible. There were a bunch of trees snapped. People lost power. I mean, it wasn't bad in my area. It wasn't bad in my area either, but like my car could have got hit by a tree. I ain't got no trees. Hey, you didn't work. <laughs> no, I got trees. They don't got trees where you at. They had like two. <laughs> it's like saying, you know, there's like a saying, if you cut a... I don't know, something in Manhattan, a tree grows in Brooklyn. Hmm? Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, because 90 degrees of heat, you can still could su- survive. Mm-hmm. But it's that humidity that kills you in the summer. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, but it was, I didn't I mean, even get to write today because I had to go shovel out my car. Another reason why I don't like cars. I mean, well, I just didn't drive my car today. And my dad used it, so he kind of showed it out. So I'm like, hey, I ain't had to do it. <laughs> but I enjoyed my snow I day. Just, I one, did absolutely nothing productive. I just hate, one, when you shovel out your car, and then the city comes and plows you back in. <laughs> Two, when you shovel out your car, and then there's like, it just some like you put so much effort in getting your car out of that spot, you feel like you own that spot. Right. And then like someone else takes advantage of your hard work. Like, my block is, like, like where I park my car, it's, like, nobody really be there. Like, when I got home, it was still open. Mm. So, no, I don't really got to worry That's about nice. a parking spot. There's too many cars on the street. There never used to be this many back in that day. You know who's moving in. Mm. <laughs> they might not get no cars. Anyway, 
this week's episode, like, y'all, that wasn't the episode, y'all. This week's episode, we're talking about black hair. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really important conversation because black hair is always politicized and political. Yeah. I think we should bring up that article. Um, I don't know how true it is. I never really looked into it. But, like, the U.S. passed some type of bill with um, people with dreadlocks. There was something. I don't know how true that is, though. And it was, like, the military? No, it was for, like, applying for jobs. Oh, like who? Someone shared that this week. A few people shared that on my page. I, I think it was old. I saw it and I was like, "Oh, this is like from 2012." Oh, but I'm like, it's it's just like for that to even pop up now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was like 2016. U.S. court rules dreadlock ban during hiring process is legal. So like that's something in terms of people saying like, "Oh, like employers can discriminate you against you because you have dreadlocks." Yeah, but but the language in the thing was ridiculous. It was like you know. Anything that's immutable. So that means, like, I can't mute my nose, my mouth, my, you know, my eyes, but I can mute my hair. Like, it, you gotta see it. Actually, well, let me see if I can pull it up. The lawsuit was filed by the EEOC on behalf of Chastity Jones, whose job offer was sent by Catastrophe Management Solutions, located in Mobile, Alabama. According to the case file, Janine Wilson, a human research manager for CMS, commented on dread- Jones's dreadlocks during a private hiring meeting, discussed scheduling conflicts, telling Jones, quote, they tend to get messy, although I'm not saying yours are, but you know what I'm talking about. What? Mm-hmm. See, like, read, read this right here. Um, and this is some a quote from it. The yeah. Court of Appeals disagreed, ruling that CMS's race, quote, race-neutral grooming policy was not discriminatory as hairstyles, while, quote, culturally associated with race, are not immutable physically. Immutable? Well, immutable means, like, in terms of... Let me get the exact definition. Um, I just feel like... If unchanging missing, over time or unable to be changed. So, some shit that is mutable, you'll so you just can't, say you, you can't. But, like, your if hair... If my nose is mutable, you'll just say no. Well, your, your hair, they're saying... And it's wrong. They're saying you can't change your race, but you could change your hair. And I'm like, if but if I was able to change my race, yeah, that's what I'm just saying. Like, if I'm able to mute the way I am with my hair, mm-hmm. if I was able to change my nose and my lips and everything, then you're just gonna tell me, well, I, you can't apply to this job because your nose is big. Basically. <laughs> And it's like it's veiled race. It's not even veiled. It's oh, racism. This is so and it's whack. like so old. It's like so old because even back during slavery times, certain I think I saw it this week. Like Martinique, they had a law that women had to keep their hair covered. And even like in the South, or like in other places, women will always they took advantage of like this thing that comes from Africa of women wrapping their hair and basically making it like a requirement that women had to keep their hair wrapped. Mm-hmm. And it's funny how it trickles down into our present day. So you have things like this, um, where white people can wear dreads and they're like, oh, they're so trendy and cool. Right. Like that girl, she was on that show, The Four. I don't know what her name oh is. Oh my gosh, she disgusts me. I don't... She, 
She got on my like I didn't watch the show, so but that one video everybody was sharing, you were a bunch of people like, Oh, she sounds amazing. And I'm just she like really one, wasn't one. one, y'all like her because she gives off a certain aesthetic of being not normal white. Oh, yes. She's not normal white. Mm-hmm. So she's not in your square little box. And the dreads make her seem like artsy and fartsy and like whatever. Artsy and fartsy. Um, and she's like Why so. I love that. Right. So she's so different and they zen. they still have no talent. <laughs> My sister says it's like, I'm built to it. Like, cause but that... That's what I'm saying. Y'all take dance classes, art classes, and we're still talented. Like, we don't have to do all this extra stuff. Right. And so, it, part of the thing is, like, you could wear dreads and be, like, oh, my gosh, they look so great on you. They don't. If I decided to grow dreads, you know how, like, I'd have six Jamaican church mothers in my inbox, like, what are you doing? Before I even, it's been a, been a day. Like, legit. Seriously. I mean, eventually, I feel like I'm going to, like, get some dreadlocks. Or... I, like, if I had started them in middle school... You know how long they would be. Right? Oh, my God. Like, this is one of the things. Like, like, just based, I look really good with, like, full locks. So just like, you know. one of the ways I was raised. But, like, it's kind of fun. It's upsetting because, and I think a lot of people realize this because a lot of people, like, get dreads or locks in the U.S., at least African-Americans do. In Jamaica, it's not, it's still, like, a stigma. <laughs> if you mm-hmm. if you get locks and you're not Rasta, it's like you're a rented dread. Is what my aunt calls them because one of my cousin's boyfriends has them and he's not a roster. He's like, he's a a renter dread. And I'm like, oh, okay. So there's like a big cultural significance to having them in Jamaica. Whereas here, it's more like a style. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like, and Jamaica, of course, is the birthplace of Rastafarianism. So it's a big importance that da 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 da. (laughs) When I decided to start growing my hair, oh my. Gosh, the comp like. In high school, you had what? You had your hair cut, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When did you start growing it? So I would always like grow it occasionally, like a little longer than expected, mm-hmm. and then I wanted to, like get it cut a certain way, but then it would get cut too low, and it wouldn't look like what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So like t- almost two years ago, I decided to just let it grow. Gotcha. And I liked it. Uh, I've always liked myself better with longer hair. But because society has always been like, and this is the thing, while I think there's been like a revolution in terms of how black women are starting to see their hair and like, like definitely because I can tell you some stories where that perm was burning my shit. <laughs> because my mother, we were raised apostolic, and she never let my like, and back in her church in Jamaica, they weren't allowed to get perms or anything. So my sister never permed her hair. Mm-hmm. So. And my sister talked about, we and her were talking about this, how she was teased for it, for like, and she wanted to perm it. I remember, like, she was teased for it, because she had not, she was like one of the only few. And then, like, it's kind of like this sort of resentment that now all, like, in my mind, like, I understand. Oh my gosh, not everyone just else. laughing at me. Now you're doing, like, you're going nasty. Oh, I'm doing for it, well, and like doing YouTube t- tutorials. Mm-hmm. Like, people are like, oh my gosh, I did the big chop. So it's a big thing in terms of now, like there's been a revolution, like people saying like, okay, I can accept my natural hair. I remember there was even one student, one teacher in high school, she had like just a basic bun. You remember her? Mm. And it was like odd because most what, of the- What subject did she I don't know. She was in my, I never took a class with her, but she was like kind of short. She had like a bun. 
So you don't know her um, subject? Mm. But like it was just like for me it was like a jarring shock. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, there's someone else that has natural hair. Right. Like my mother and my sister. <laughs> Literally. When high school didn't have natural hair, but I had permed my hair like when I was younger. Like I was like in elementary school. Like, you know, mom was like, Oh, just go to the you know, hair salon, got my hair permed and like my hair just never been the same since. Mm-hmm. And I think it was sixth grade. Cut my hair short. I was bald headed. <laughs> like, why'd you cut thing. it short? Huh? Why'd you cut? Because my hair was so damaged from from the perm. From the perm. Well, the relaxers. And um, no one teased me really. But like, I felt like I had my own little confidence growing up. Like in high school, I had like this slick back. <laughs> you <laughs> did. <laughs> the slick back. Like that was my little signature look. Then in high oh school, my. I definitely rocked the short hair with the flips. Like, my lineup was so much better than all the niggas out here. <laughs> it was. <laughs> like, I can't even lie. But then after, like, you know, going, you know, What do you think changed? Older, huh? What do you think changed that made it more acceptable? Because now I feel like people well, might not. Well, let me tell you how I got into it. But, like, you know, I was used to doing perm, weaves, and all that type of stuff. But I was like, you know what? Let me see what this natural hair about. And then what really got me was the Bantu knot. knot <laughs> when I saw that, I said, oh, I got to get this done in my hair. <laughs> so I did it with my hair when it was relaxed. And I'm like, yo, this is not the same. <laughs> this is not the same. I said, <laughs> I said, I need to go natural for this look. So what I did, I went, I cut it all off again. Like, hair is here to me. Like, I... Mm-hmm. I'll cut it off today and I'll be fine. That's that's. I feel like me. I would have like an existential crisis now. Huh? I feel like I put too much time. Mm-hmm. Like I accidentally cut my hair too short one part when I had braids because I was trying to fix it, <laughs> and I had like a moment where I was just like, <gasps> now it's grown back and it, you can't really tell. I think I just got that confidence of having short hair from being young right. with short hair. Right. It's just like, oh, his hair will grow back. Like my hair. But it takes forever. It does. Especially when it's natural. You're like, you're seeing everybody like growing in one month. It's like 10 inches. I'm like, how do you do that? (laughs) But it's funny because dudes, if you ain't cut your hair, you were like a bum. And it's like still. Mm -hmm. That's why I was asking like, when did it click for you that you didn't have to like that you could accept your hair as a natural I mean, I feel like in sixth grade I had to accept it. At right. that age, because it's just like, you know, I wasn't wearing weave at that time. I had hair. Like, because, hair. correct me if I'm wrong, because now I seem like there's a lot more black women that want to embrace natural hair, but are also willing to, like, wear wigs and stuff like that to, like, compensate. Mm-hmm. So they might not necessarily put a weave in. But they'll put a wig on. They'll put a wig on. They'll, like, braid their hair. Like, I don't know what y'all do. And then put I the think, wig on. I think what it is, like... It's still a confidence thing because mm-hmm. we all grew up like, okay, get a relaxer because your hair is nappy and get it straight. <coughs> but some people, I feel like some people take, you know, the whole natural hair trend and see it as just a trend mm-hmm. and they just go natural. But, you know, every once in a while you see the hair, but then after they just throw a wig on. Yeah, I don't think it's going away this time. No, it's not going away. Definitely not. But I feel like some people don't 
really see the hair as being just that natural state that is in instead right. of just that trend that's going on right now. Yeah, my hair, <laughs> like I love, I've always liked it longer. And now that it's the longest it's ever been, I like it a lot. I, it's been an interesting time. Because again, I'm, if you don't know, I'm Jamaican. <laughs> As Shannon would tag me in a meme and say, like, the most boastful people. You're, you're very the, boastful. You're the second person. Like, you're the first, but then someone else tagged me in the same thing. <laughs> so, And they were Haitian. I'm like, um, are we really going to do this? Anyways. I mean, well, Haitians, like that person said, they are humble. They are humble. When they start doing the, like, West Indies Day Parade, we are not going to act like. That's their parade, though. We're not going to let them yes, have their parade. They can have their parade, but we're not going to act like you don't know every Haitian when somebody <laughs> Haitian. They will let you know they're Haitian. They'll let you know. They'll really let you know you're Haitian. Boy. And I just think that Jamaicans, well, Haitian. We, though we let you know, like, I don't know how we let y'all know because we, uh, but anyways, we're we'll talking let about people it. know I'm trying to somehow. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, when I basically when I started growing my hair a little bit too long, and this is like, this is the thing when you grow up in a cult, you have to think about understand how Jamaica was enslaved and colonized because mm-hmm. modern day Jamaica has only been free for fifty plus years, mm-hmm. and that like for five hundred since the sixteen hundreds. It was both a slave and a, like a slavery existed there and a colony. Mm-hmm. So for less than like like ten percent of the country's existence as a modern na- like a modern entity, can you call it a nation? <laughs> I just remember something. Remember they used to call it Fantasia in high school. They did. <laughs> they did. Oh my gosh! You just cut off like my really important historical story uh-huh. to talk about. They did call Big you Fantasia. Me- yes. <laughs> Big Meech used to call me Fantasia. Wait, who's Big Meech? Dimitri. Oh, <laughs> big Meech. Larry. from. I was like, Big Meech, Larry Hoover. What? But anyways, like, so Jamaica's been colonized for much of its history. So when I started growing my hair, you have all these. I don't know what was wrong with them. They're like, oh, oh, hmm. and then like snag. Always, it's been snag comics, even from other people. Like, when you're getting a haircut. Like from other black men too. Like, like, why are you so worried about my hair? <laughs> and to the point where people, I'm not gonna say what happened recently because it was really bad and it like really upset me. What? And, the thing with the church. Damn. <laughs> that's, that's just what I was not gonna say. I'm sorry. And I'm not gonna. You I'm not gonna specify. But other times, people have like, oh, like your hair or blah 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 or. It's like really sly things about like mentioning haircuts or like mm-hmm. da, 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 and it's it like, must be harder for a, a man to have like their natural hair just being natural because I never heard no one say oh like we ain't gonna get a relaxer like my mom would play around sometimes I know she's serious <laughs> <laughs> I know she's serious because she's she swore on everything that she is not going natural she said I am gonna be a Perm girl to I die. I said, whatever, mother. <laughs> whatever. But um, it, it seems like it would be, be much harder for you than for me because a lot of women go natural and it's, it's acceptable. Yeah, like, there are, like, this... There was, like, an article, like, two years ago about this unkept thing. But then when you get start growing your hair, too, I think it's also a 
like Jamaica, when you grow your hair long, it's connected to becoming a Rasta. Mm-hmm. And since I was raised, like, and this is what a lot of people don't understand. If you're raised Christian, especially like a really kind of fundamentalist Christian, yeah. like Rasta is kind of seen as like a, like a separate religion. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, you're trying to transition into that is what kind of where I think some of it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Also, the other part is just like, oh, it doesn't look good because why? Because it's like, and I can tell people I combed it out and this is just how it looks regardless. Mm-hmm. And they're like, like I, I just woke up like this. And like, I can tell them I combed it out for like, like even growing up, my hair has always been, and I hate to use this word because it's what they use, difficult. My like, hair, look, I'm not going to lie. My hair is really difficult. Like it's really thick. It's 4C. Right. Yeah. Like it's Sick. like. The curl pattern is so tight. So if you really want to like get a nice curl going, you gotta do like a little extra right. to get what you want. That's so. a, it's like natural has a lot of work. It would be so easy if I just cut it off. But like <laughs> now, looking back at my old pictures when I was shorter hair, I'm like, damn, I don't look as nice as I look now to to me. Mm-hmm. I like myself better with the longer hair. Hey, do you? Um, but it's like my hair is also four C four B mixed, like and like packed like. Whatever. Oh yeah. All Can we over. just touch on <laughs> oh. A four A and B versus four C. <laughs> is four A the loose curl? Four A is probably like the loosest curl out of like the four B and four C. Four B is a little more tighter tight. but it's you can still see the curl. Four C it's like whatever. It's really tight and it's just like <laughs> and it's also the one that becomes the driest and breaks the easiest. Yeah, and that's that's my hair, and like you have to put so much extra care into right. it. But here's the thing, I don't know if you know, it's like on YouTube where it's like hair tutorials and it's stuff like that. A lot of people with four A, four A and four B, a lot of four B, and it's just like you know, where do I find the four C girls where they want to showcase their hair? But sometimes I think that girls with the four C hair are a little bit. Not a little intimidated to be on YouTube. Well, because what they tell you, it's what they tell you about your hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's ugly. It's nappy. Oh, it's not pretty. Mm-hmm. And you see all these people that are getting the sponsorships from like these beauty products. Right. They have like 4A or probably 3 something. Yeah. Like getting these sponsorships. Yeah. Telling you, doing hair tutorials. Because I'm like, okay, when you type in natural hair, you see 4A and 4B. And then like every like 10 results, you'll see that one 4C. Out there fighting for you. Fighting for me. Like, <laughs> but it's just like, it's, we can't do a wash and go that easily. Oh, I tried one. And it How was, did that come out? I don't, it was, my sister said the, curl, the curls were like really tight. Yeah. They were like tight. But then it was like the 4B curls, like tight, and then like, I don't know what the 4C was doing. What's so weird, the front of my hair is like the straightest, like it doesn't even really mm-hmm. curl. So it's just like, you see how it's kind of wavy right, right, right now? It doesn't do anything compared to like back hair. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, it's always, and then figuring out the hair care, I'm still trying to figure it out because like, again. Mm-hmm. Right. There's not that many guys, and even if there are guys with long hair, it's mainly to like do the, they call them the thought, the what, the thought look, the thought, thought boy look. Oh, like the curly like fro. 
<laughs> like the Odell Beckham type stuff. Oh my god, he's so fine. <laughs> <laughs> but like those type of looks, and I'm like, okay, what if I want to do other things? Right. So for me, what has worked is like braid outs. Twist outs look good on me. I love like, twist outs. It's so fun. But they, I just don't like how they don't last long enough. It's like two days I can get out of mine. Mm. Braid outs I can get, like, it could start out and then I like, get shorter, shorter, shorter until like, it looks like I'd use the sponge on my hair. Right. So I'm like, okay. You know what I do with my hair when I do twist outs? I put, um, I take hairpins and like roll up the ends. So like when it's all dry and I like I loosen out, mm-hmm. the ends are like really curly. Oh, so it well, looks so cute. So my sister taught me to like, when, especially when even when I'm doing braid outs, so I like just wrap the end around my finger. So mm-hmm. I might have to do that. You um, wrap it around your finger and then wrap it around the um, hairpin. Like you open it up a little bit and just like wrap it and okay, just clamp it down. Okay, because last when I was getting ready for, for the Black Panther premiere. <laughs> That is still an experience that I love. Uh, I, I had that twist. I had the braids in for like the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And I I went to karate with like a do-rag on. <laughs> <laughs> and like, just so. Oh, my so God. I, I'm my third cup. This is so good, though. I do. Um, but, yeah. So, it's just. Yeah, it's interesting because there's not. There hasn't been like a hair revolution for black men. Mm-hmm. There ain't a bunch of people look with a Frederick Douglass walking around. I feel like, because um, you know, black, not I guess black men or men in general don't really grow their hair out that much. Mm-hmm. So it's just like for a black man to do it. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Caesars were big. Waves are like still big. They're, I think they're coming back. I think waves are coming back. I mean, I, I didn't hate it, but I think some people was just too wavy. They were like, like I see some of the videos, they're like people putting like three wave caps on. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you only need one. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I mean, I love my hair. It's just, it's a lot to work with. Like, I think I don't even have enough time in the day to really sit there and like, you know, oil my scalp and. Do all the extra. I really don't. No, if I, yeah, I don't, really some don't. people. That's why I wear a lot of wigs because it's just like, <laughs> no, seriously, because like in in college when I was in the dorm, I would just sit there, twist my hair, and like do my homework or do something. But now I don't got time for that. Like I'm at work. <laughs> I used to. I remember in like fifth grade. I would just, I, when I would grow my hair too long, I'd play in it and start twisting it like I had twists. Mm-hmm. And so people thought I had twists. Because I literally, if I could have, I would have had dreads down to my feet. <laughs> it would have been the most beautiful thing ever. But, sadly. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think even feel like I could grow them now. Just because it would take so much work. I mean, I have hope. But you also you have oh, longer you hair like than the, me. Um, extensions. I'm not gonna be like Jason Derulo out here. <laughs> you know he had. Fo- I heard. I heard that uh, Little Wayne had extensions too. What? But I mean, people like, say that, but I I personally don't know. <laughs> you can't even tell. His look pretty real. I mean, well, it's just to the ends of your hair. I would think, you know. Because like, I don't want to go through that ugly stage. I'm sorry. That's the thing. Like. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I would, like, have to grow mine out so long. Two so I don't have to. Later, you have, like, a half inch. Like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> no, but my friend, he he started, so he started his, like, when I started growing my hair out. His are, like, he has some, like, length now. You know who's, like, my lock inspiration? Duchess from um, Black Ink Crew. Oh, okay. Like, I like the, um, it's, like, thin, but not too thick. And, they're, like, they're all just, like, really nice. Like, I really do love her dreads. I knew there was a girl, a woman, from college. She was like a senior when I, when I came in as a freshman. Her, she was Jamaican too, but she's light skinned. Mm-hmm. So all of that is context. Hers were like the finest thing. They look like strands of hair. <laughs> <laughs> they look like and like it was. It would just work for her, and she looked really great with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah, that's also a thing. Like you gotta like the thing is you have to decide how you want the parts to be. Yeah, like and like diamond versus like or you want to do free form, which is like for me, it's like a grab bag. Um. Oh, one thing that I discovered a few years ago, it was called Sister Locks, Mm -hmm. and they're like these really thin locks. (laughs) Oh, and I think um, who has it? Kevin Hart's. Ex wife uh-huh. has it, and like it's just really just, just gorgeous. I love it, and I'm just like I'm like considering it. He has like pictures of it. They can't see. They're it. really tiny. <laughs> Sister locks. You, you can Google Google. That. Google. <laughs> I'm like here are pictures of it. They're like, huh? but you see how thin they are. Mm-hmm. Like you could really like kind of like style it, mm-hmm. and that's what like my main thing. Like I I want somewhere I don't have to. It's low maintenance. But I can still style it. But you like the thing is at the beginning it's super high maintenance. Yeah, God. Because and then like I just be seeing some people that haven't taken care of it and like you could tell it's like pulling on their scalp and they going bald. Oh. I'm just like Stephen ah. Wonder is one of them. Well, he blinds. That so. don't matter. He got. <laughs> he's like on his third, fourth wife. <laughs> like it's just like you gotta like. Roll them and make sure there's not too much tension on the scalp mm-hmm. because then it you're gonna like traction all the way back here, right? Mm-hmm. And that's like with the whatever one I'm doing, it's like easier just let it grow out and do its thing. Oh my just God. make sure it's combed and not like. But like I never like really had like I guess a bad experience with my hair. Me neither. Well, when that one like when, no one like I don't think anyone ever came to me personally like yo you like your hair is really crazy looking and. I feel like you should tame it down. Like, no one ever really came to me like that. Like, I remember there was a girl I drew. This is before the, like, whole natural thing blew up. It was, like, really interesting how that happened. Mm-hmm. She had, like, natural hair and, like, a fro. And she was, like, really pro-black militant. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, a senior or something. Shandy, shout, shout out to Shandy. If you remember me, Kamani. <laughs> if you ever listen to this. Um, and I remember one time she was talking to me about how this guy was like, I like that hair. And it was like, and she was like explaining it. Now I, I didn't understand at the time because I was a freshman, like just from high school. Like, what do you talk about? Right. Well, I guess sophomore. She's like that hair on that woman. It's kind of like this thing to admire instead of like a part of. Her. It's kind of yeah, like yeah. Like what's so fu- as that's actually really funny because I went somewhere with my friend and like she had the full locks on, uh-huh. but the guy at the bar thought it was real. And he was like, oh, my God, like, your hair is so beautiful. And I love that natural look on you. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> was he black? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was um, it's a bar with, you know, black folks in there. 
Also, I think black women are more cultured than like used to this, like people trying to touch their hair. When it happened to me, when I ever I started growing out of college, it was kind of like, what do I do? Because <laughs> like never, no one ever really talks about it. No. For black men, and they were like, it's so soft, so fuzzy, and I'm just like. Uh, is there like a Facebook group for that? Like natural haired black men? <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I but don't, is, to be honest, I really don't know many black men with their hair just growing and just, you know, being a fro. I'm, I'm the outlier. Out, like, you know. There, in New York, you've had more of them. But I'll, not, not in Jersey, definitely nah. not in Jersey. Everybody has dreadlocks here. Yes. So. Dreadhead niggas. Like from that <laughs> chance song. Um, this drink's so good. It's been a while since we drank on that episode, though. Right? We've been recording on Saturdays. We've, y'all... Been, we've really been sober <laughs> making these episodes. This one is like, we're really sitting here drinking. <laughs> it's why we're taking advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say about this topic? Um... Oh, there was like one thing I wanted to mention. It's just that, um, you know what? No, I think I mentioned it already. <laughs> I think it's the drink. Oh, I didn't tell y'all about yeah. when I went to buy the ice cups. So this oh, is yeah. not related to the hair conversation. This was supposed to go at the beginning of the episode. So I went to buy like the soda and the ice cups for our drink tonight. And this dude, first of all, he came into the shop like, oh, this is stick up, joking. And I was just like, that's not funny, but in my head. But anyways, then he's like, oh, were you buying that for, for some drink? And me being me, like not knowing what he's talking about, I'm just like, no. And he asks again, and I'm like, oh, it's just for some soda. And he's like, oh, then he mentioned something about Cody. And I was like, oh, that's what you meant. And then I was just like, yeah, let me walk out of here. <laughs> so, oh God. yeah, I'm not judging anyone, but. We just not on that type of thing right I'm now. I'm not on that lean type stuff. I need to finish this dissertation. <laughs> and I don't know if I can do it all. Can you imagine? <laughs> what would that even look like? I hated cough medicine growing up. I couldn't even, I don't even, like, anyone I could do that. I was, I I could I was that. used to cough medicine because, like, I kind of had, like, like bronchitis and, like, Me too, but I hated it. Well, so it's just like, I'm just used to it. It was always grape flavored or cherry For flavored. Real? Like, grape? It was, though? it was like grape or cherry flavored. And it was always terrible. It was always terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> so that was, like, a big de- detour. So don't, whatever. Right. Because <laughs> uh, I forgot to mention it earlier because we were so talk- talking about what's on this island so much. Right, we was. And we uh, had a really good conversation at uh, Afterbirth. Oh, yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Oh Dissecting that. Shout out to like everyone that came both times. What's her name? Carrie Hanna? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to her. <laughs> yes. She's um, adorable. We'll talk later. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a lot, like, it was just like a great conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I'm still thinking about it for the piece I'm writing. Right. Um, and, yeah. I wish I was a better, not not better writer, I wish I wasn't a lazy writer. Because I can write <laughs> some things, but 
I'm just super lazy. I'm just trying because I'm not trying to move. <laughs> you mean move like move out? Because well, no, because as a professor, as an academic, when you get your PhD, you're supposed to be able to take a job anywhere. Oh. Yeah, I'm not trying to move. Gotcha. I'm from New Jersey. I'm not trying to go to. I would take an Amtrak, and this is me, like, with alcohol in my system. I would take an Amtrak from Newark Penn Station to Pennsylvania three times a week if I could teach there. I mean, there. to be honest, it's not so bad. I could even take an Ender Transit and take, like, the long ride. But, like, people would say, like, oh, you got to move to Iowa or Idaho no. or Arkansas. Like, I don't think I could survive out there. There ain't no curry there. <laughs> there ain't no jerk chicken or rice. And this is a thing because even when I went to North Carolina for a summer, right, where there are black people, I suffered because there was no beef patty, there was no curry chicken, <laughs> there was no rice and peas, there was no, there was no ackee and sawfish. It was just like there was one like Jamaican restaurant in Raleigh, and I didn't have a car, and I didn't use Uber then uh-huh. or Uber or Lyft. So used to drive. No, I used to not do anything. <laughs> so. Drive? What do you, do you know who I am? Kamani. <laughs> Jesus. The, oh my gosh. I'm you lost like, your car. But shit. <laughs> we can talk <laughs> so, What was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I was definitely going to do recommendations, but then I got on this big tangent. Right. <laughs> so yeah, but like academia requires you to move for your, like, whatever you get. Mm-hmm. And I'm not willing to do that. So. I want to write as an alternate career. So I'm writing all these pieces in the event that I get, like, a, someone's like, oh, send us your portfolio. And I'm like, oh, here. Here's some of the stuff I've written that's been, like, really culturally sensitive. And I should be a cultural critic. Right. Oh, my God. So just a little update. So I don't know if I told you about my midterm, but I got an 80. Hey. So I'm pretty happy. I'm satisfied with it. I'm like, you know what? It's a solid 80. I'm good. <laughs> And um, remember I was talking about trying to incorporate Black Panther into my project? Mm-hmm. So we ended up switching the topic, but I feel like it's going to be good. Okay. It's going to be about immigration. Oh, look at you. Right? So immigration and the effect, you know, on the U.S. Econ- um, economics. But it might start an argument with this guy. Who? And my group. Wait, is it a group paper? Yeah, it's a group um, presentation. Why are they gonna start? I'm gonna tell you. I don't think I'm gonna say this on, like, on, you know. On air? On air. But I'm gonna tell somebody about my group. Any, okay. Anything else? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, this, this. This is like. This is why rum. This why you have to drink alcohol from your ancestors that are connected to you. <laughs> rum is the ans- like, connects to your. Makes you connect some, to your ancestors. Um, Dominican in the rum in the house. Like Brugal? No, Dominica. Oh. Like coming from my country. Dominica. Yeah, it's like strong. You don't want to smell it. Wait, I think I had this before in London. I don't remember the name because it's sitting there, but I'm like, yo, you don't well, want to smell it. I, I went when I stayed with my cousin. We not- <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's another no, thing. We didn't we talk about the London we, episode. We, we need, yeah, we had to do the London episode too. Um, but yeah, when I stay with like my, my cousins on my mother's side, and talk, <laughs> I think they had Dominica rum. Mm-hmm. I think I'm almost positive. All right. Okay. How, how is that? 
I took it fine. <laughs> and that should be, if that's an indictment of me. Oh, well. Yep. And, like, before we continue, we've been talking for, like, 55 minutes or oh something. Oh, my God. For real? Do you have any recommendations? Um, There's a... Oh, my gosh. Shannon has recommendations. Yes. I've been really working on myself. <laughs> like, I've been using my planner. I've been, like, writing down, like, recommendations throughout the week. So, I'm like, okay. Like, if I think of something, write it down. See, I'm trying to stick to my New Year's goals. All right. So, um, there's a natural, uh, it's this lady who makes natural hair products. And it's, mm-hmm. like, all, like, organic and uh, all natural. And, like, she is so bomb. And she has a store down downtown Newark. On, hey. um, I think on Broad Street by the Metro PCS. I don't know if anyone knows, by Broad Market. And, like, her products are, that is the best products I've ever had. And it's affordable. And um, I recommend people to go there. Um, if y'all need, like, the name or address, you could definitely hit me up and I'll give it to you. Like, she's amazing. And she'll tell you about, like, the story with her um, her son. Like, he had cancer when he was young. And she was, like, she was told that he was going to die within, like, a few oh, months wow. or something like that. And, like, she used to research and, like, find different natural alternatives. And he's like in college now. Oh, like, he's like it, she's really she's awesome. that's amazing. Like, she's awesome. Like her price is amazing. And um, I had something else in my notes. It says FPB. I know it's some pertaining to Black Panther, but I don't know what the F stands for. Oh my gosh, I can't find this. What are your recommendations? Um. What? So I have actually. I, I like came I'm trying ready. to. You came ready. I don't write my stuff down. I normally don't have to think about this. There are... I didn't think about natural hair stuff. But... Mm-hmm. Watch the new season of Jessica Jones. That's actually mm-hmm. one of the, my few Marvel things. I think they just announced um, when Luke Cage is coming out again. June something. 22nd, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Watch Black Panther a third time. I saw it the third time this week, and that was amazing. Still, I was supposed to see it on Tuesday for the third time, but I canceled it because I was just tired. And then right. like Wednesday was the the new Easter, so I'm like, all yeah, right, I have t- like credit to get the tickets again. So I'm like, the Tuesday know. price was amazing. I bought it like 30 minutes before the show, and I'm like, oh, it's only seven dollars. Yeah, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. so I'm about to see all my shows that I not really care for on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, see Black Panther again. I haven't watched this yet, but seven seconds I heard is getting a lot of good play. Um, I was watching like the first. I, I tried to watch it last night, but I kind of fell asleep. I was just tired. But um, I watched like, the first my, fifteen minutes. My sister said it was good. I'm just trying to be in a good mood because I feel like it's a. He- I've, what I've heard it's, is like a it, heavy. It could, it, yeah. I've been in a good mood for yeah. since like Black History Month, so I'm not trying to like weigh that down yet. Oh, well, don't watch that now. <laughs> don't watch that now. Um, there's a new book called The Children of Blood and Bone. Mm-hmm. And I've listened to, like, the... Listen, watch. That's what I wanted to write down. So, I was in Firestone for, like, three fucking hours, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it was this show on ABC called um, Here and Now. And that was just, like, the blackest segment I've ever seen <laughs> on any like news station. So like this is book called Black Fortunes. His name is Shamari something. 
I wrote it down. Shamari Wills. And he talks about like all the um black people that became millionaires at like different periods of time. And like his uncle was in there too. I forgot what he did, but it's so interesting. But I gotta find out what this show here and now like when does it start and end? Because <laughs> it's so good and it's just black. It's black as fuck. But yeah. You know so, what we should do? We should go to the Harlem Fine Arts Show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's on my list. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I gotta go there. So, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> you got, like, you making up for time. <laughs> all the episodes where you didn't have recommendations. Right. Um, the book is Children of Blood and Bone by Tomi Adiyeme. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a Nigerian author, I think. I think that's Nigerian. So if you're not, don't like judge me. But I've listened to like only the first four chapters, and they're amazing. What is the? Um... So, it's. You know, got audio, uh, audio book credits. I yeah, you got audio. Life. Like they no, but like the audio books is so amazing because I got like the book and the audio book because I have the same account as you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically like so far, it's about the society where it's all black people. But, like, the lighter-skinned black people are connected to, like, the monarchy or seen as more desirable. Mm-hmm. And there are these black people that are, like, dark-skinned with white hair. And they're, like, connected to, like, they kind of have the ability to use magic. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, a time when they were, like, pretty much murdered and enslaved, sort of. Kind of. Oh. Not really enslaved, mm-hmm. but, like, murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, like, a mass type of genocide thing. Thing. Ting. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh yeah, let's say I'm not Jamaican. Um, so it kind of what I've seen so far, I've only had like four chap read or listened to four chapters. And it's like talking about the society more. And I think it's really good from the four chapters because like a lot of other times with audiobooks, I'm not really interested or I lose focus. This one I feel really connected to and I feel really like inspired by it. Especially I think it's like connected to like the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Thing which is almost at a billion dollars worldwide. Right? I'm like, okay. Which is like well, we, we also gotta do the same thing for a regular time. I know. I'm gonna go see it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm again. We're recording on Thursday. I mean, this is airing on Friday, so I've seen it by then. Mm-hmm. So next, like, week. go support a wrinkle in time. Like, don't. I'm definitely. I want to see. This it. is another side note, but like, this is guy <laughs> going across last week trying to sell. <laughs> Boot like Black Panther things. I literally took turned off my music, <laughs> <laughs> and like you really selling Black Panther boot like you really selling Black Panther. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had mostly Black Panther DVDs. I'm like, why don't you just like like I don't know what I said. And then other people started chiming in like, yeah, go support the movie. He got upset. Then he walked towards the door like, any of y'all making movies, many money from the movies? And I'm like, I should have said. Like, what? So you're going to make money off a movie? That right. You like, no... you're trying to capitalize. <laughs> I should have said, like, yeah, I know somebody in the movie. What? <laughs> That's my homie. I should have said well, that. I mean, I. Look, people got to make 11, but. I do. Come on. But, like, how much I was... money do you really make selling bootleg DVDs? Do you like... sell it for, like, how much they sell for? That'd be, like, what, three for, like. Fifteen twenty dollars. Three for fifteen for five dollars a movie. You can like my my Thursday take my Tuesday ticket. Look, I I don't want to take my time to walk around selling DVDs. I rather just do people even use <laughs> DVD players anymore? 
Huh? Do people use DVD players anymore? Um, I occasionally use it. But like computers don't even come with like CD players anymore. See, but I have a problem with that. I need to have a CD slash DVD player in my computer. Like, like I, that, it I, just makes it just bulky. Though I have like an external CD player for mm-hmm. mine. See, but I'm the type of person like I like to go to the thrift store and like look at the music. Um, <laughs> we run out of time. No, we good. Oh, but God. like Are it's we like running over. This is like the longest episode ever. <laughs> I, th- I blame it on the drink. I blame it on the drink. I blame. it. Blaming on the. Hold on, wait. Well, let me finish. Let me finish. I thought I was just singing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like I said, um, I'm just that type of person that I I go to the thrift store. I look at the music section. I'm like, oh, let me just grab this. Let me listen to what it sounds like. And like, I'll just put it in, like in my car or on my computer just to hear it. So. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, <laughs> recommendations. <laughs> So, if you're, like, a black man wanting to, like, do more by hair, there's, like, this guy on YouTube called Be Amazing Vlogs. Um, I follow him, and he does a pretty much, pretty amazing things. <laughs> um, he has long hair. I don't know if it's, like, 4C. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I follow him for some of his tutorials. Right. And he has, like, Instagram. So... If you're a black man that does like grows your hair longer than expected in society, he's a great person to follow. Yeah, I don't think I have any more recommendations. And before we make any like more fools of ourselves or further fools of ourselves, I mean, I feel like I'm making a fool of myself. I've had so much fun. We need to do this more often. Right. We just, even if we do this it on is the why Saturday. Cold drink with blurs coming. Right. Out. We well, just we, haven't drunk in a long well, time. Well, because like we're like running and you're like coming from class. Yeah, I've been doing everything. <laughs> you're like, like Shannon be like, oh, like she tells me like when I'm coming. Right, <laughs> like, like three o'clock, she gets there. Like I, okay, I really run run on black people time because I just. Well, you had like, class on th- Saturdays. Saturdays. We could do like mimosas or something. I like like just drink, mm-hmm. but anyways, thank you all for listening. Um, and we invite you all back next week. Tell a friend, tell a family member. Oh, we should definitely like if you have some interesting that you want to talk about, you should definitely hit us up. Right, have a date, and we can all record and chill and drink. I was actually gonna. Go you were like after. reading my mind. I was thinking about this this morning. Like, what if we, like, do, like, this announcement where we invite people onto the show? Yeah, like, it, it's pretty open. Like, we're not, you know, we're not bougie. I mean, we're bougie. But I'm bougie, bougie as hell. But, like, I'm not, like, I'm new money bougie, and I'm not new money yet, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So, we want to invite y'all onto the show. If mm-hmm. you have a topic you want to talk about, if you have something you want to advertise, let us know, and we'll see. Uh-huh. Like, just, you know, we have extra tears. Cheers. Stop it. <laughs> and we need the personalities. Mm-hmm. So, until then, you can follow us on Facebook at Drinking With Blurs, on Twitter, Drinking W Blurs, or you can follow our blog at DrinkingWithBlurs.com. Thank you all again for listening to this mess. I say this probably was, like, the drunkest episode we did. Because, <laughs> like, we weren't used to this, like, like for the last First few all, episodes. First of all, the drink tastes so damn good. It was amazing. So damn good. I'm like, ooh, this is Like, like for the last few episodes, we've been like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Really logical, or right? Getting real deep. Now we're just like, man. Ah. <laughs> Cardi B. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> or also, also, all you people that are make like just not having Tiffany Haddish, 
because she's ghetto. Y'all need to get over it. I love Sajina. I, know, I love her so much. I her book and her audio book. I need to listen to it. I would to recommend that again. Like, she's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's, ho- it's hilarious. She is an amazing person. I like that like, she's so real and she doesn't I care. I read her whole book like, in and a few hours. And one thing we need to like stop caring about the white gays. They're going to judge us regardless. The white gays. They try to act like black women anyway. So it's just like. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Like regardless of what. Like they killed Dr. King in a suit. So nah, all this respectability, like, a lot of res- respectability. Respect- let me <laughs> let me clean that up a little bit. A lot of gay men like to you know emulate you know black women. I don't know if this is assassinist or like what it is, but that's just something that happens. It's not a bad thing, but it's just what goes on sometimes. Like I, I you know, what was that? Wait, what? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't want no one to take offense to it, but it's just... Well, take offense to what? Gays that sometimes act like black women. Wait, what are you saying, though? I said... Oh, my God. Come on, eh? <laughs> Wait. I'm confused. You're confused? You didn't hear me mention that, like, white gays like act like black women? I didn't hear that <laughs> at Come all. Come on, eh? Are you serious? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think it's time to 